Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. It's hour two on this Tuesday. The gang's all fired up. A lot of topics here. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Jared Goff for the Lions. In an hour from now, T.J. Watt will stop by. And in about 20 minutes, we'll talk to Big Mike Golick. He was on the call, Westwood One Radio, last night. With the Cowboys picking up the win, wasn't pretty, but it was a win. 877-3DP-SHOW. Tyler there to take your phone calls. We say good morning those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. Sign up for the newsletter. Great things on there, a recap of every day that we have the show, Monday through Friday. It comes to you in your uh, inbox, your email address, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Also, the latest batch of Tailgate Moonshine. We'll uh, tell you that in the newsletter. Go to danpatrick.com, put in your email address in the box that slides out right corner, and you are good to go. Poll question, Seton, for hour two is going to be what? Well, Dan, we never really got around to hour one, but let me update you on that. The most frustrating NFL franchise. Your choices are the Chargers, Cowboys, Raiders, other. Right now, I think it's a little recency bias, but the Chargers are running away with it at 44%. Uh, other has 26%. Uh, we also have the Cowboys at just 19%. Okay. I have DraftKings odds. There's odds on everything. How will the Cowboys season end? What do you think is leading... The best odds on DraftKings for how the Cowboys season will end. Marvin, I'm going to start with you. Wild card loss. Bloop, 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 bloop. Look at you. Wow, shocking. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. Shocking that you gave me this piece of paper and you got it correct. Marvin nailed it again. Uh, Second best odds, (laughs) losing in the divisional round. Uh, Marvin, you want to guess the third best odds? What do you think the third best odds for the Cowboys season? How will it end, Marvin? Not making the playoffs. Blow, blow, blow. All over it, man. Talented but fragile. Marv Stradamus. You? you? No, just Fritzy. Oh. 
Do we have that? Because Fritzy called himself uh, talented but fragile, but then you, you walked that back and said that you said that. I didn't walk anything back. I'm pretty sure I said some talent and fragile. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't I'm talented and fragile. Right? I'm losing my mind if it's anything other than Okay, some but we were talking fragile. about Anthony Richardson. He's talented, but he's fragile. He might be out for the season, the Colts quarterback. That's how we got to it. And then Todd grabbed that and, and made I can relate it. to that because yeah. I'm someone that right. has some talent in French. All right. Did anybody think that Todd called himself talented and fragile? Seaton, Marv, Paulie. I, I thought Todd said I have talent and I'm fragile. Yes. I didn't hear I did not hear some talent. Then he said some talent. However, even if he said some talent, he still called himself talented and fragile. Mm. It's a it's Yeah, I've no problem with the uh the fragile part of it. Is Somewhere. that arrogant to feel that you have some talent and you're saying that you have but do fragility? You to, do you need to say it? I didn't think there was anything braggadocio Nobody else about around here is going to say it. <laughs> oh, that's for sure. Is so it, that's besides the point. That is true. Yes, Mark. <laughs> I thought he was comparing himself. He said, as somebody who was also talented. Yes, yeah, I think it, and fragile. I thought that uh, was it. You make it sound like I could be the Colts quarterback, so why don't they just put me that, in? No, no. That's not what we said. No one suggested No one said, no. I think it's good to have confidence and feel like you have some did talent. Did you say I you were myself t- fragile. Did you say Well, harping you- on the talent part, I called myself fragile, like a piece of glass, like someone that at any moment is going to like. But work. you led with talent, <laughs> right? If I would have said fragile with some talent, yes, that would be okay. That would have been better. That would have been better. Okay. Man, I am just like him. Should have gone an alphabetical Talented and fragile. <laughs> I could easily be the Colts quarterback. I, I have some talent and I'm fragile. Yes. Just like Anthony Richardson. Yes, Paul. See, I don't think Todd's talent is his booking. I think that's grinding and hard work. His talent is his quirky sense of humor, his unique personality right. that spills around. But that, is that talent or just it, quirky? The way Todd presents himself on air is he has a talent for comedy and and mm. putting his own image out there, which is a real image. On the air, mm-hmm. his talent is not booking. His he he works hard at booking. Okay. I would say among the fan base, Todd is considered infinitely more talented than the rest of us. <laughs> he's he's more entertaining. That doesn't mean he's more talented. Except for the, the word th- talent. Except for the thousands of tweets. Will you stop singing? <laughs> yes. You're not funny. Well, no one said your set talent was singing. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> you think your talent is singing? I do think I'm a good singer. No, and you when you when you did stand up, it didn't go well. It didn't. One of the most historical comedy places in the country closed down soon after you did your stand-up. Very stand up. soon Days after. after. Caroline's in New York closed down. I may have been the last person to perform there. That's how quickly it <laughs> they closed. They changed the name from Caroline's Comedy Club to Caroline's Club. <laughs> Remove the comedy. Yes. Caroline's okay. closed. All right. Um, I, asked the, <laughs> I asked the back... <laughs> you know when you somebody says you brought down the house? Oh, boy. Like you did. You brought down the you house. I torched it. the place. <laughs> Come on, section row C. Why can't you find your seat? All right, all right, all right. Here we go. Todd, did he say he was talented and fragile? Or did he say some talent or somewhat talented? The backroom guys got it, and here it is. Speaking from experience, you could have some talent and be very fragile. So I'm kind of in agreement with Patrick O'Connor. I think it may be time... To look elsewhere and uh, not Wait, tank the season. Are you saying you're talented? I said I have some talent. Yeah. And Wait, you guys just said gaslighters. Wait, what are you talking about? I didn't say I have a, a lot of talent. I you said, just said you were talented but fragile. Yeah, underlining fragile. So are you the Anthony Richardson of this show? I could be. There's some talent there, should but we, I tend to. Seaton, should we move on from Fritzy? <laughs> wow, look what I just stepped into. I didn't know we were going to make that announcement. It's certainly injury prone. <laughs> all right, all right. So. 
somewhat talented. In spite of all your gaslighting efforts, shows, <laughs> take shows. Gaslighting. gaslighting. That's my favorite word. I use that a lot at home. My wife doesn't like that. You're gaslighting me. When like I'll say something she won't remember or she'll convince me I said something or did something I didn't do. I go, what's with the gaslighting? Don't, don't play with my head. Like she does that. You were supposed to get the milk. You never said anything about milk. Don't even gaslight me. <laughs> never said get me Pop-Tarts. I don't know what you're talking about. Gaslighting. Yeah, I told you. Pop-Tarts. Moors, remember? Nope, you never said. Right. Gaslighting. Thank you, Todd. Never lost. What is, never lost. What is the poll question for hour two, Steve? So Todd is somewhat talented and extremely fragile. It could be. Is Todd more talented <laughs> or fragile? Oh, okay. We, we might throw that up sure. there just since we're so yeah. hot on this. Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, Paul in Texas. Hey, Paul, what's on your mind today? Hey, Paul. Hey, bud. Oh, Paul in North Carolina. Hey, oh, we went. Uh, okay. Hey, Paul. Hey, bud. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Hey, Dan, uh, 6'4", soft, 260. Soft. Soft. Dan, I'm not a member of the DDC. You've never got me through any trauma, but I'm a lifelong fan, and this is a true honor, and I appreciate being on with you. Well, thank you. Um, um, Dan, listen, I'm, I'm a diehard Bills fan, and watching the Bills and the Chargers, it's the same thing. It's defensive-minded coaches with the inability to develop these young quarterbacks. Uh, I want to make that point. I also want to give you a quick lowdown. Um, I passed through and I saw Crappensburg State yesterday basketball scrimmage. It was a defensive struggle. I'm not sure who won, but it was a true crapshoot. And on offense, uh, passed up a lot of threes. Everybody was a subtle for a deuce, and I couldn't understand what was going on. All right. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Two. Deuce. Okay. Paul in Texas. Hey, Paul in Texas. Hey. I just wanted to give Fritzy a hard time and say, how about them Rangers versus Astros? He doesn't care about the Astros. My Astros. Yeah. My ass. My, my ass. Astros played in 1986. Yes. Yeah. Fritzy, you know, he's an Astro fan from the 80s. He's not an Astro fan now. I didn't say this yesterday. You did yesterday. Did he get a triple or anything? Are you being talented right now or friends? Uh. <laughs> uh, uh, Matt in Portland. Hi, Matt. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Hey, man. Uh, six foot, 180, not particularly talented or fragile. <laughs> um, I need your advice. Sitting in my truck right now with a brand new boat attached to the hitch, and eventually I have to go home and tell my wife, who was not involved in the purchase at all. Oh, boy. Okay. And it actually gets worse. Okay. It gets worse. There was no way I was going to be able to tow this boat with my old car. So the truck's new, too. Oh, God. Oh, you're all in. Damn, Matt. Um, yeah, Paulie. Matt, I got a couple questions for you. Does your wife know you were looking at either trucks or boats? Did you lay groundwork? Well, uh, not boats. Um, well, she should have known. I like fishing. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. Do not, do not lead with that. <laughs> all right. You're, Matt, you're about to give up half. You're don't, gonna give... don't. She's going to end up with the boat or the truck here, so just... Be careful with the, you should have known. So what's your plan here? Uh, plead insanity. Like, where am I? What happened? Mm. Or I could pretend like I'm a man and just be like, hey, I bought a boat. I bought a truck. If you got something to say, you can say it to a therapist or a lawyer. No, 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 no. That's no. a great country Go song. Go that one, man. Yeah. That's a country song. Yeah. Yeah, Seton. What if you did the, they were both on sale, so look how much money I saved you. Because whenever my wife buys something, <laughs> it's always on sale. It was on sale. You have no idea how much money I saved. I go, 
That doesn't mean you had to buy it because it's on sale. Or a pair of jeans? Yeah. Okay. Kids. How much is the boat? Truck. Huh? Um, I told her I was thinking about getting a new truck a couple of weeks ago, and she said, we'll see. So, yeah, I guess we'll see. Um, How about this? How about this, man? You say that you bought a truck and the boat came with it. They (laughs) they threw in a boat. Okay. (laughs) Do not quote me. It was a promotion they were doing. Yeah. Yeah, it's buy a truck, get a boat. Promotion. Crazy. It was one day, and I I stumbled upon it, hon. God, we're so lucky. But, but, you know, you have to say to your wife, hon, uh, you've got to be in the boat with me for the first ride here. And you've got to be in the truck as well. This is ours together. We'll have great moments here, memories. Do you have kids, Matt? We do. Okay. This, you got this yeah, for the family. You got this for the family. Mm, family, family present. Yeah. More time together. Unless it's like a bass boat, you know, then that's not for the family. Like, Matt, I hate fishing. Yeah. I know, I just really want to spend time with you more. Yeah. I'm going to teach you the love of fishing. Yeah. I'll show you. I'll share but my Matt, passions with Matt, you. Matt, don't go in there and be aggressive. Go in there and, and find a way to find love in this. Oh, no, my tail is, like, tucked permanently between my legs now. <laughs> Just go in and find the love is around. Is that Portland, Maine, or Oregon? Portland. Oregon. Oh, Oregon. Okay. Well, good luck, Matt. Uh, call us tomorrow. with the rest of those hippies in Portland. And, and I'm kidding. Call me, call me tomorrow. Give me an update on that. That's a bold move. All right. If I'm, if I'm still here, I'll give you a call. All right. Still here. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, T's and P's. Yeah. Uh, hey, by the way, I bought a boat. Uh, oh, and a truck. <laughs> if you're going to take the hit, though, you might as well take the full hit. Yeah. You're buying the truck and the boat. You're yeah. taking. You're going to have a rough day anyway. At least you got a truck. You probably mm. only do that once. Yeah. Man, you're going to take the hit though, but it's worth it if you got a, a new truck and a boat out of it. He's genuinely nervous about how this is going to go. We know who has the pants in that family. Yeah, but it was too aggressive. Like, you can't go in there and be aggressive. Like, hey, deal with this. It's like, God, hon. It's like when I met you. Like, I didn't think of anything else. I was in love. And here I'm getting that truck. And I just thought, God, a truck. It reminds me of my wife. Gorgeous. Well built. <laughs> Dual motor. It's got a Hemi. Low mileage. <laughs> And then I got it. Then they said, hey, you know what? We got a deal going on. You could get a boat. Oh, bring the family together. We could be laughing, enjoying ourselves, feeding each other like grapes in the boat. Memories. That's what it's all about, hon. It's buoyant, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, this is over. She better have a nice car. Like, she better have a good car. Like, she can't have the worst vehicle in the family now. Because mm. then he's going to have to buy her a new car. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron in Fort Wayne. Hi, Aaron. What's on your mind? Code number 147. Aaron, are you at work? Yeah, I am at work. I'll be right here in one second. Wait, let's guess what Aaron does. He just gave a number there. Air traffic controller. Yeah, he's landing planes. No, he's literally landing planes. Two four seven one five nine. Yeah, yeah. Pilots like uh, okay to land. Yeah, hold on. I'm talking Dan Patrick show. Okay, let's guess what Aunt, uh, Aaron does in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Paulie, I heard an order number. I want to go customer service slash processing for some company. Okay, 
Uh, Todd? He was saying some kind of food order. The 147 is like Biggie Fries and shakes. <laughs> Satan? Well, if it's not air traffic controller, he works at a lumber yard. Lumber yard. I'm going to say he works at a, a grain company. Silo. Silo, yeah. Getting some, some feed there. Aaron, what do you do for a living? <sighs> mattress warehouse. Mattress salesman. Hmm. All right. So I got a lot of downtime to listen to you guys. In so here. You're moving product there, huh? Yeah. Now, yeah, can you literally. lay down on the job, Aaron? If you if you're in the mattress factory, can you just say, you know what, I'm going to lie down here? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. But I'm a real heavy sleeper, Dan. So people come wandering into the store, and I'm asleep on a mattress. <laughs> Not a good look. <laughs> no, no, but it is. It, it's an endorsement. Like, that guy works here, and he, he can't help but lie down on the bed. Um, yeah, it's, did you have something else that you wanted to uh, bring up here? Yes. Um, uh, so, Anthony Richardson, uh, Seton, he is the first person to bring that up, that Anthony Richardson is a bust. And I feel like maybe all the shows are tiptoeing around this, but just hear me out, Dan. It's okay. Like, with these running quarterbacks, you just get in this catch – 22 spot where the Colts are in right now, like he has to run the ball to win these games. I mean, even going forward to kind of learn to develop, I mean, that's his biggest strength, but everybody's, you know, just going nuts about protect this guy. So he doesn't protect himself. And thank you, Aaron. Stay awake today. He doesn't protect himself. And that's why he shouldn't have started. He should have waited at least six weeks. And we talked about this. You have Gardner Minshew. He's a really good backup quarterback. It's been a mess. The Jonathan Taylor situation. Yes, Todd. Aaron, just put that topic to bed. Oh, I see what you said. Oh, mattress. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Talented. You're awkwardly talented. Yeah, that's fair. Awkwardly talented. I can't talented. argue that. Awkward. All right, let me take a break. Big Mike Golick was on the call last night. Get his thoughts on the failure of the Chargers once again late in the game. Back after this Dan Patrick show. <laughs> what are you giggling about over there? You like my little mattress bed thing. What's the big deal? It's got my back in the back row. TireRack.com. They're there. If you need tires, they have their own test track. Seaton was there. They push the tires to the limit. Then they give you all the information. Share the results with you. Easy-to-use tire decision guide. Personalized tire recommendation. Right tires for how and what and where you drive. And... They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free road hazard protection. And ask about mobile tire installation. It's available in a lot of areas. That means they bring the tires to you at your home or your office and install them on site. How about that? Shopping for tires can be deflating. Yes, pun intended. TireRack.com, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. And that's just the start. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See the uh, full lineup, uh, Firestone test results, special offers. So TireRack.com slash Dan. And remember, the rallying cry, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody. Game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. 
but there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories. For 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. From the versatile EQB to the sublime EQS sedan, Mercedes-Benz makes electric extraordinary. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling all Mercedes. Choice is all yours. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQ. Once again, DraftKings has uh, the odds on what the Cowboys will do, how their season will end, and the uh, best odds they will lose in the wild card game. Then second best odds lose in the divisional round. And then the third best odds are missing the playoffs. Big Mike Golick joining us. He was on the call last night with uh, Westwood One, Cowboys and the Chargers, and uh, co-host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network, former Mothership employee and uh, friend of the show. Big Mike, good to talk to you, buddy. Let me start with pregame. Yeah. Skirmish, Donnybrook, altercation. What exactly happened prior to the game between these two teams? 
you know, it's one of those things that just a little kindling wood and then it, mm. it flames a bigger fire. And I have to admit, I was, I do my first hit on the field. I like going down there for pregame. And I actually had some flashback because I was one of those knuckleheads that would do something like that. <laughs> so I saw the fight start and I started running over and then I thought, wait a minute, I'm going to get my ass kicked if I go over there. I better not get too close. But, you know, the, the Rams, they were starting to, to a few, a few of the players were over there and that's right where the Cowboys run onto the field. And as they ran on, of course, somebody says a couple words and some people stop and then they're jawing at one another. Next thing you know, they're pushing one another. And it never, you know, just like most fights in the NFL, they don't, they don't lead to anything really bad, but it got chippy at the end of the half, mm -hmm. uh, at the field goal at the end of the half. They got, it got a little chippy again. These, these teams were, were playing, you know, both teams were playing to stay within one of their uh, respective division leaders. The headline from this game should be about which team? Well, I think it'll be about Dallas. So Dallas got their butts kicked against San Francisco, right? And I think the side of the ball that really took it uh, to heart was the defense because we knew this Dallas team was going to be led by their defense. And while they only had one sack, it was a Michael Parsons late sack, they had pressure, their pressure rate was like 47%. Uh, it was great. They were getting in the face of Herbert and, and moving him off his mark. And I think they, they really took that personal to where they were considered one of the upper echelon of the NFC. And then after that loss to San Francisco, people are now saying it's, it's San Fran, it's Philly, it's Detroit, you know, and putting Dallas with Seattle and dropping them down a rung. And I don't think they feel they belong there. Unfortunately, they're a little inconsistent. So that might be where they are right now. So I, I think it was more on them. This Chargers team, Dan, they, you look at the talent they have, and we just see they, they just kind of continue to underachieve. I'm trying to figure that out because, to me, yeah. I think the bigger picture is what's going on with the Chargers. Dallas is a good team. The yeah. Chargers should be a good team. Yes. Justin Herbert is not a good fourth quarter quarterback, and Brandon Staley feels like he's coaching for his job, and we're, you know, six weeks into the season. So here's the interesting thing, too, right, is Staley's side of the ball is defense, and the defense has not been good in the last couple of years for the Chargers. So that's been kind of a surprising thing. You have a quarterback that can air out some incredible stats, but they never seem to get it going, especially with the running game. And now Herbert had a good record. Now, albeit a small sampling size, he was 3-0 and against top five pass defenses, and I think the Cowboys were either two or three against the pass. And the Cowboys had given up more passing yards from week one to week five. They had given up more and more and more. So I thought, and with Herbert's record against that, they could be had a little bit in the passing game. But you have to give a lot of credit to the Cowboys' defense. They stepped up in this. And what I thought was a weekend of great defensive performances, see the Jets and see the Cleveland Browns and other teams as well. But this Charger team has really been an enigma to me, uh, Dan. And you bring up a great point of, I want to see how many hurries you have, pressures you have, how many times yeah. you hit the quarterback. Because you can have a guy get three sacks and we go, oh, man, they must have gotten to a quarterback. I don't care as much about that as I do every single play that you're bringing pressure, you're hitting him every single play. Because after a while, you know, the sheer accumulation of that is going to, you know, you know, it's going to bring down Justin Herbert and confidence and, you know, he's going to see people in the pocket. So um, I thought that that was so important that Dallas had heat on him all night long. Yeah, and, and I mean, it took us until the second half to even mention Michael Parsons' name. I, I think he was – something was up with him because his body language, it was, it was not good. I don't know if he was under the weather or what. But to your point, and you're right, 
you look at the Chargers side of it, they had four sacks. Morgan Fox had two of those sacks, but there wasn't that pressure rate that Dallas had because it doesn't always have to be a sack. If yeah. you can get a quarterback off his mark, but these quarterbacks are a lot better nowadays getting off their mark and making throws on the run. But Herbert was just off. I mean, he was throwing behind. He was he had a he had a Keenan Allen had an out and up that was wide open that would have been six. And I couldn't believe that Herbert overthrew him the way he did when he was wide open. So your point is well taken. Just one sack, and it was late by Micah Parsons, but the constant pressure, that has a cumulative effect on a team. Where do the Lions stand in the rankings with NFC teams right now? So I, I would put them third right now. I'd, I'd put them behind San Francisco and Philadelphia, and I'd put Detroit right there. And then and then Dallas after that. Then you're looking at like Seattle and the Rams in, in another tier. Uh, but I would put the, Detroit there. Uh, I, I love what's going on. Just, you know, when me and Mike on our show this morning, we talked to Lomas Brown, who was in my draft class <laughs> in 85. He was number six overall. Such a great guy. And he spent his first 10, 11 years in Detroit and really lived the other side of what's going on right now. And he does the radio for them now and just talks about the difference. And it starts with Dan Campbell. They always say you take on the personality of your coach. And, and I had said as former players, I'm going to tell you when he, Dan first had his, first presser and talked about biting kneecaps and how tough they were going to be. If I'm, a, if I was a current player on that Detroit team, I'd be going, Oh man, training camp is going to be so hard. You know, he's going to hit us and everything, but they have bought in. And when you buy in and then see the wins, you buy in even more. They're a tough team. The offense the last couple of years has put a lot of points on the board. The defense is starting to step up. So yeah, I, I have them right there. I mean, and, and they'll, they'll get a shot against, you know, some of these top teams, you know, during the season as well. And their goal, obviously, win the division, which I thought they could do. And then let's see how far they can go in the playoffs. But what a fun team to root for now. He's Mike Golick, co-host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network. And uh, I'm wondering about this as I'm watching last night. Mike McCarthy doesn't really – I don't get confidence from him. If I'm a Cowboy fan, yeah. you know, the, what happened at the end of the first half, game management, penalties yeah. again, the last couple of years, oh. they're, they're up there. You know, it just feels like Groundhog's Day with the Cowboys with Mike McCarthy. So the word I use, and I used it last night, is inconsistency, right? You see the talent that they have, but you want to see it on a more consistent level. And you're right about the penalties. I mean, and it's not like the Chargers were innocent either. Dallas had 11, the Chargers had 9, 20 penalties. The game was just interrupted and choppy because of that. But there's no consistency with this team. Listen, you you, you have Tony Pollard being the main back. The two games before this, he didn't touch the ball but eight, nine, ten times. Now, they had a blowout win against New England and a blowout loss against San Francisco, so the running game kind of goes out the window. But last night was a good time to get it rolling again. He averaged two yards a carry. I mean, it, Dak Prescott was the leading rusher thanks to his 18-yard touchdown run, which was a nice ball fake on his part. That's the word I would use, inconsistency with the coach, inconsistency with the quarterback, because Dak was off a bit, but when he was on – Man, he was firing darts, and he was moving out of the pocket and running well as well. And when he does that and that defense is on, they can be one of the better teams, but they're inconsistencies and then shooting themselves in the foot with penalties, clock management times. Those are all things that you can kind of get away with like they did last night in a game, but when you get to one and done in the playoffs, you know that's going to make you be the done part of it. 
Do you think that Robert Kraft could fire Bill Belichick? No. I, I think it would be one of those mutual, hey, I don't want to fire you. That's not the way I want to go. What do we think here? If push came to shove and Bill Belichick said, I'm adamant about staying, I think Kraft would have him stay. Uh, so I don't think he would fire him. But I think if he wanted him gone, there would be a long conversation about, hey, Bill, you know, do you step away? I want you to do it on your own. I want you to, you know, I want it to look that way. But just flat out fire him. I, I, I just don't think so. Would he allow a GM to come in? Boy, that's the question. That is absolutely the question because when you're as successful as that, listen, even if you're not as successful as that, we all think we're making the right decisions and don't want to be demoted in any kind of a way, and that's exactly what it would be. But the days of the head coach being the GM really are a thing of the past. There's just too much to have to keep an eye on. I think it's more very difficult to do. So that would be something that, Maybe would happen, and, and I would think they, they'd almost try and keep it under wraps that it didn't really happen. But that is something I think, kind of like Jerry Jones when he was making all the decisions, then Steven started making the decisions. One of the one of the you know ones a while ago, he wanted Johnny Manziel, and they were like, Jerry, no, let's take this guy named Zach Martin, who's a walk-in Hall of Famer. You know, so you start to kind of shift the power of decision making, and that's something I think they could do. But everybody's got an ego. You know, and I would imagine Bill has a pretty good size one as well, and he has the rings to prove it. So uh, that might not go over too well, but that's certainly a thought process of something that maybe should happen because they have not been doing well from free agency to drafting as of late. If the Jets are playoff eligible eight weeks from now and Rodgers is close, do you risk? Uh, listen, it, it, Saying that a lot depends, too, on how Zach Wilson is playing. Let's say Zach is playing how we think Zach is going to play. Good enough to Aaron get them Rod playoff eligible. Exactly. But Aaron Rodgers would be a much better uh, situation. Yeah, you're taking a risk on, on re-injury for sure. But, man, how many shots you get at the at the Golden Goose, right? I mean, they, they did what the Rams have done, what Tampa Bay has done. You sell your soul, especially the Rams did, to get the title. And the Rams got the title. They did that by signing people to contracts maybe they shouldn't have in Tampa Bay, but they got the title. The Jets have are doing this to get the title. So, man, you know, damn everything. You know, throw the guy in there. I know you want him for next year as well, but you have that defense right now. And if he's close enough where you don't you know, don't think he's going to re-injure, you never know if that's going to happen. I, I and as long as Zach is is kind of the mediocre to a little above mediocre for the rest of the year. I don't see why you wouldn't give it a shot. I don't think, Dan, I'll say right now, I don't think there's any way that Aaron Rodgers would be ready to play in the playoffs. He's certainly given the presentation that, uh, hey. You can give the presentation all you want. I mean, you know, I mean, you can say, you can stand there and throw a ball on the sidelines because your Achilles is hurt, your shoulder isn't, so you can stand there and throw the ball. And I get modern technology is getting better and better. I do understand that. I would be so hard-pressed to think even in a quick return that he would be ready to go. I just do not see it no matter what he says. Okay, but, Aaron says a lot of things. But why is he doing it? I mean, is it for attention that he's on the sidelines throwing the football? Listen, Aaron, I think we all know, uh, while I get along with Aaron, I, I believe I know you get along with Aaron. Aaron does like the headlines, right? Aaron, Aaron likes to uh, talk, be seen doing football, talk football, talk outside of football, like mm -hmm. the little battle he's getting in with Travis about the vaccines. He he believes he's a, he is a smart guy. He believes he's a very smart guy, and he doesn't mind throwing it out there as well. 
but I also think he's a guy that does like kind of being seen out there. So that's part of it. And I don't doubt that his presence there helps a guy like Zach Wilson and helps kind of, you know, being on the sidelines, suggesting plays. I do think that could be a huge asset to the team. Is it good that there's no great teams in the NFL? Probably. I mean, we we go through this a lot, right? Whether it's individual sport and Tiger Woods, do we want to see Tiger dominate or do we want to see him get beat? You know, do you want to see a dynasty in football, the Patriots, you want to see that go away or do you want to see, you know, uh, you know, them, them carry on? It's a great question. I'm sure if you're, you know, any kind of a Boston fan, you want to see anything like that go on. But other than that, you'd, and I think we're getting that in college now as well. Georgia's played a couple of games where they looked like number one, but other than that, it looked like, boy, you'd love that 12-team playoff this year yeah. because there's more than a handful of teams you could believe in to do that. So I'm one of those that likes a little more parity, unless, of course, I'm playing, then I want to be the dominant one. I know you were at the Notre Dame-USC game. Feels like we're starting to get the analysts who are coming out now and maybe cooling on Caleb, Michael Penix Jr., uh, Drake May, uh, Shador Sanders. You got to see Caleb Williams any concerns about him being the number one quarterback? No, no, no. I, I still think he's the number one guy. His escapability is incredible. I mean, it's you think he's nailed back there, and he gets out and he moves on the run. The guy, he had listen. He had a bad game. He had USC had the game Notre Dame had against Louisville, right? They just just did not play well enough to win. USC didn't. And Notre Dame's defense played extremely well because neither offense in this USC Notre Dame game played well. It was Notre Dame's defense that was the story of this game. So, you know, while Caleb had been playing better than last year when he won the Heisman, that's why I thought he could be the next back-to-back like Archie Griffin, though Penix has taken over the betting favorite. And certainly after this game, he will. But, no, I'm not going to go on this one game and say, "Uh uh-oh, Caleb Williams isn't uh, the number one pick in the draft. Good to visit with you. My best to the family. Thank you again, Mike, for getting up with us. You got it, Dan. Anytime, buddy. That's Mike Golick, co-host of Gojo and Golick on DraftKings Network. And uh, he was on the call, Westwood One broadcast last night, Cowboys and the Chargers. We'll take a break. Phone calls coming up. Jared Goff at the top of the hour. Also, T.J. Watt will join us in the final hour of the program. Back after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Big 10 Saturday night. Michigan, Michigan State. Saturday on NBC and Peacock. Here comes Saturday night. Had an incident yesterday. This was after the show, at the end of the show, and uh, we had some leftover Chinese food. This was from Meat Friday. So there was a big bowl, leftovers. I took it out of the refrigerator, and I put it on the counter. There's a serving spoon there. Todd was out there by himself, didn't realize or forgot that we do have a camera out there. And it's monitored 24-7. That we, wait, Todd, you're trying to blame this now on a camera that you didn't realize was up in the seat. What is the purpose of the cameras that are in the kitchen? Tell the, like for promotional commercials. Tell, and tell America what you did, Todd. I lifted the foil and there was about like four of these little chicken balls, I guess from like the General Tso's chicken. Did like, you use your hands? I used my fingers and I picked gently, carefully, I think, picked up the, the four piece of chicken and I... I ate them, and I should have put that. Did you eat up. some and then put your hands back in the, the bowl? Yes, but whether you guys believe me or not, I was very careful not to touch anything other than the things I There was a spoon right there. I don't know. It was very you. inappropriate and lazy of me. I should have taken a plate. Yeah, but you're blaming it on the camera. The camera picked no, it's, you it's up. It's more on me, but I'm wondering who's it's looking at the camera. It's all on you. Yes, Paul. They were cutting away to Todd because we were doing our post-show little three-minute segment there. 
and Todd was in the back room. He was he had gotten booted out with his beer, so they wanted to check on him because it was part of the segment that they checked on. Yeah. And then they saw him digging, going wrist deep into the Chinese food. Mm. Yeah, I I will apologize for that. That wasn't my finest hour or forty seconds. It was all you needed chicken. to do. That's all you needed to do. Say I'm sorry, and that was it. Instead of blaming the camera and we're eavesdropping on you. That is not. Uh, Seaton, how do you behavior. feel about having some Chinese food, not knowing that Todd had his fingers in the bowl? It's. Uh, I hate that. I hate that. I really do. And rightfully so. If it was the other way around, that would bother me too. Right. All I could do is assure you guys as best I can that I touched only what I ate, but I and know that you wash your hands. I'm usually pretty clean. Yeah, I hope so. Usually makes me feel usually. good. Usually. <laughs> That'll work. Usually. I don't pick my nose all the time anymore. No, but that, uh, that no, was... But that you're, was in the, you're in the bathroom fairly regularly. I do. As and well I do documented wash, here. And I do you, wash my hands every time. Like many, many times a show. So I'm, I'm just assuming that your hands are clean. I Todd, thoroughly you, soap you, and wash my you hands. you got to use a spoon. That was wrong. Come on. It was That was not cool. All right. I got a little carried away and excited, and I was like, I'm just going to grab this. All right. I don't think you should have meat Friday this Friday. Oh, that's uh, oh boy! Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little disappointed though. That's punitive. <laughs> that is a punitive. I second. Seaton says no, no meat. <clears throat> there, I didn't know there was a vote, but we no, can we can they, make it a I vote. I think they're saying that it's a little too punitive to have me eliminated from Meat Friday. I think that's what. Paulie's the only one who said that. Seaton had no problem with uh, punitive. Marvin. Should Fritzy get meat Friday after sticking his grubby paws in grubby the Grubby paws. Marvin? Yeah, he should have it. Oh, my God. Sorry. Right. Yeah, Paul. How about this? Whatever Tyler makes well, by the way, this weekend for Friday, Fritzy has to eat it only with his hands, <laughs> whether it's chili. <laughs> I, think now, I think now Paul can't eat either. Yeah. <laughs> Scoop chili into my hands. <sighs> okay. So there are cameras around here. It's not a question of, you know, we're surprising you with anything. The backroom guy saw that you did it, and that's, that, that's why we have the cameras here. Then they told the I-team, and then we brought it to America's attention. As we should. That was, that was a misstep, and that's, that was not, uh, that's not how we do things, right? All right. Thank you, Todd. That's not how we do things, right? Yeah. <laughs> Except for yesterday <laughs> and every other time. It's a lapse in judgment. Because Steve I was so in Oregon. Steve in Oregon joining us. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Six foot and a shrinking 190. All right. Um, I wanted to know, I saw this the other day on TV. It was a documentary on Crappensburg State. It's called Crapopolis. Yes. And it was really interesting. Yes. And it was very interesting. It was about the founder, Thomas Crapper, of Crappensburg State, and how even though people poo-pooed him, he took the plunge into providing education for poor plumbers to help with toilets. All right. Thank you, Steve. All right. Crappensburg State. Yes, Marv. We should give out one of these Crappensburg baseball uh, shirts to some of the remaining uh, teams in the playoffs. Mm. They say, hey, I went to Crappensburg State. Maybe or maybe uh, send one to Bryce Harper. We could wear that post-game. We'd be able to see him on display. Uh, let me see. Jason in New York. Hi, Jason. What's on your mind? Uh, hey, DP. Hey, bud. Uh, Dan Atz, Fritzy. Um, yeah, I guess maybe, <laughs> maybe on, uh, not the, the clearest thinking, I, I decided to celebrate-ish, uh, Fritzy's talent today, 
Although after hearing the uh, the fingers and the food thing, I don't know if this is such a good idea. Mm. Uh, but I have a couple uh, a couple mock headlines from last night's game. Oh boy! Trying to trying to channel my uh, my fritzy talent. So one for the Cowboys. Okay. Is uh, is a great Prescott. Dak takes on those bolts of lightning and sends them boys into the future. Okay. And uh, one for the Chargers. You're killing me, Smalls. Chargers left stand. <laughs> All right. We need some more. All right. Thank you, Jason. We got some mock headlines there. You're killing me, Smalls. I like that. Nice. One. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, Dale in Kentucky. Hi, Dale. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Uh, I was in Louisville recently, and I ran into a guy named Fred Cowgill. He's been on TV up here as a sportscaster for 30 years. Got to talking with him. He said he was uh, formerly at CNN, which I told him I was a big Dan Patrick fan. And he told me that you actually took his place when he left CNN. Hmm. Uh, I know Fred has been in the business or was in the business for a long time. And uh, I think all in Kentucky. But, uh, yeah, I didn't remember that I uh, took his place there at CNN. Because I was doing headline sports when I got there. Big promotion. $18,000. I was killing it. That might be his big story is, you know, the guy replaced yeah. Dan Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know who they had to replace me with, Dan Patrick. Yes, yes, Paul. Dan, uh, Fred Cowgill, WLKY in... Uh, Is that Louisville? Louisville, Kentucky. All right. Yeah. Yeah. 37 years as the Emmy-winning sportscaster, sports director. Awesome. Paired with Vicki Dortch and Rick Van Hoos. Okay. All right. They're, they're a force in the market. Hell yeah. Yes, they you, are. You know that. Yeah. Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. is off the charts oh. right there. <laughs> hey, Jeff. Hey, what's hey, going on? Jeff. One time for chat row. What up, though? Hey, listen, you guys were talking earlier. You had a caller named Matt call in. I had an uncle that did the exact same thing, bought a both off-season. But what he did was he went and got personalized life jackets. He made one life jacket say first mate with his wife's name on it, and then he bought his daughter one, walked in the house, and they were so excited, like, what does this go to? Look outside, boat outside. So, he, uh, he kind of got away with that one. And I wanted to ask you, right now, NFC, who is your quarterback? Who, who, who do you like? And tell Jared Goff I said hi. Thank you. Okay. Well, Thank you, Jeff. I'll make sure I tell uh, Jared Goff that Jeff in Detroit says hi. <laughs> uh, Jared Goff has the numbers. The last 16 games he's played in, dating back to last year, 13-3. and three. I think he's got like 29 touchdowns, four interceptions. We'll talk to the Detroit quarterback. Also, T.J. Watt will join us final hour. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.